Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, hello. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. And we're back. We're back, baby. How's your weekend, Ambi? It was nice and relaxing. It was really enjoyable. How was your weekend? That's good. Um, mine was actually really relaxing, too, because my husband was away at a bachelor party, and I got to just, like, have a car and do the things I wanted to do on my own time, and I got really caught up, and I also, like, really chilled. Just a really good weekend overall. So... I was. I had a peaceful day by myself too. Sometimes you need that. I think you need that way more than you give yourself. Not you, everybody. I think everybody needs that. Yeah, totally. Like, um, but I was also just telling you, I'm like, slight. I'm also. Well, we're we're gearing up to like basically be gone for so much of June, or at least I. I mean, you and I are going on two different trips in June. And then I also have a wedding that I'm going – like, I'm not home one single weekend in June. So – Wow. And I was telling you that, like, I'm trying to figure out my outfit for this wedding. And my bump is just growing more and more every day. And, like, literally a few days ago, I was like, yes, I found the dress. This is going to work. And then I just tried it on again. And I was like, oh, my God. It's not going to – it's not going to work. Like, it's not going to – by the time the wedding comes, like, it just – it's not going to work. And so I'm, like, trying to, like, dress this moving target. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Um, but – and the other thing is it's this wedding that, like, every person I know will probably be there. Like, mm. every person that I, like, know and love or I know and, like, want to appear put together for will be there. So yeah. it's like – it's just a lot of pressure, man. Um, so if anyone has any good tips for like baby bump wedding dresses, wedding guest dresses, please let me know. I would be ever in your service. Empire <laughs> Waste is your friend, says Becky. Okay, but like I think that's the thing. I really want to go for like that kind of like where like the like contour, you know? You want to accentuate the bump? Yeah, I want to, like, I want it to... Because I think that's what a contour dress will do, yes. is it'll make the... Yes, I want to accentuate it. the bump, but I also want it to look good. <laughs> so... 
Go flowy, says Jennifer. Okay, uh, I'll look into it, guys. Is it an outdoor wedding? Yes. Oh, you want to go flowy. Are you kidding me? Why? Because you're going to be hot as shit. It's going to be June. You're going to be pregnant. You're going to be sweating. You might have sweat marks on a tight dress. Okay. You are going to want to go flowy. Okay, I thought of this. There is this dress on Rent the Runway that is like kind of a mix between contour and flowy and has really light fabric and it's black with like pink accents. Is it a night wedding? No, but well, it's an evening wedding. Okay. Okay. But it's like flowy and cute and I'll send it to you and like maybe that would be the best. Uh, yeah, Lauren said, because the sweat will puddle under your bum when you yes. sit and be there Thank you, when Lauren. you stand up if there is no flow. <laughs> Thank you, Lauren. Oh, wait, Lauren said under your bump, not bum. <laughs> no, bum too. Bum was right as well. Bum, crotch, thighs, all of it. Any orifice, really. Like all of it. <laughs> Armpits, like it's going to be, it's not going to be cute. I would also bring a cardigan just in case. Oh, yeah, always bring layers, but okay. That gives me a little more direction. Thanks. Um, if anybody else wants to chime in on this uh, yeah. <laughs> dress situation, feel free. I love um, that Lauren and I are both panicked at the thought yeah, of you in a tight the dress. sweat pooling. <laughs> no, I'm so glad you guys are letting me know about this because I'm the type of person who, like, I want to go for like a certain look, but then when I get there, I'm very uncomfortable for. Yeah, this is not practical. This This is not a practical look. Okay, okay, okay. Very. Thank you, thank you. You guys saved me. Um, (laughs) Ambi, though, this weekend your uh, your son turned eighteen, right? Oh, he did. Um, Oh, happy sad days. His prom is. Not this coming up weekend, but the next weekend. And then he graduated high school. And oh, my God, it's just. Oh, time goes by so quick. It goes by so freaking fast. I was looking at pictures of him when he was six and when he was little and he was just such a little guy. And now he's 18 and going to do his own thing. One down, two to go. I know. And, you know, I say things like, oh, I can't wait for the other two. But in actuality, I'm probably going to be just as sad about the other two. Probably. So the grass is always greener. The grass is always greener. But I'll tell you this weekend when I was alone, I was like, "Mm, this is nice. (laughs) This is nice. This is nice. This is nice. I could get used to this. No. But then when I like my six-year-old like slept with me last night he snuggled me and I was like no this is better like I love yeah. being a mom I really do well so. let me tell you I'm having the opposite experience I'm like sitting here going like wait there's gonna be like another person here and like yeah <laughs> like 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 when I'm just like here there's gonna be another person and like when yeah. I go places there's gonna be another person like I, you guys have to understand I've been an only child my whole life like I've never mm-hmm. had another person with me I uh, no, I'm always alone basically. So it's like, um, no except more. for my dog. My dog is like always with me, and I always want her with me. But like, she can't talk. I think that's the nice part because I really love my dog. No, that's what no, I mean. I'm kidding when I say that. Half kidding, but it is different. I remember like when I had. So I'll tell you, the first one kind of is like 
it's sneaky because you're like, I could do this mother thing. Like I've got this, this is not as bad. Yeah. It (laughs) tricks you. It's not as bad as people make this out to be hair flip. Like this is fine. Right. I don't know why people are being so dramatic. And then you have another one and it's like, oh shit. Now (laughs) they've outnumbered me. Like it's two to one. It's, it's intense. I remember when Oliver was born, I like, I was going on to lunch with my friends for the first time since he was born. And I had both kids with me and all I could remember is like grabbing the kids and like not wanting to leave them in a hot car, right? Like being so paranoid about that, that I left the diaper bag and my wallet on top of the car. And like my friends let me in the parking lot, thank God. And they were like, all your stuff is on top of the car. And I'm like, Oh yeah. And they're like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I have, I just had a baby. I have two kids. Like, I mean, people do that who aren't moms. Yeah. So I'm surprised you didn't leave the baby on top of the car because I've heard of that happening. <laughs> no, that was always my like paranoia that I would I would lock my kid in a car by accident. And I did that one time. And that was I, a pretty horrendous experience. Yeah. I just saw a TikTok of a woman uh, who lo- who left her baby in the car and this is in texas somewhere and the heat like no air conditioning whatever to go into a liquor store and when she came out the cop was standing there and it's his body cam footage and he's like unlock this car right now and i'm arresting you this is insane because like yeah insane i so i had a situation oliver was less than six months old he was in his car seat and at the time i had a minivan that it wasn't working well and sometimes when you shut the door would automatically lock no rhyme or reason. It just was broken. And so we had just gotten lunch. I got lunch. We were at one of Riley's chess tournaments and I've gotten lunch for everybody. And so I put it in the car, I put him in his car seat. Um, it was the first day of summer. It was really hot and the car wasn't on. And I accidentally hit the closed door button with my elbow or something. And the keys were right, like right there. And so I jumped out of the way and then I realized I just locked the baby in the car, in a hot car. So I panicked because I have no chill, went inside to whatever sub shop we were at and was like, someone called 911. I just locked my kid in my car. And this air quote, nice guy came out to help me. He broke the back window, climbed through, opened the door, come to find out just as a heads up that if you call 911, they will be there in less than five minutes for a situation like that. And they will unlock the car for you without breaking a window. (laughs) Needless to say, it was a, like, it was an automatic window. And because it was a minivan, it cost like, it wasn't on the deductible. So it was like thousands of dollars to fix. It was, oh God. I, I was in so much trouble for that one. I, um, but I get but that, all of though. it was okay. I, he was in yeah. there like five minutes. Yeah, no, and I but I get that though. I get the panic, like, and you know, but you did what you had to do. Hey, you're still sure did. You're still sure did. Yeah, yeah, everybody's still alive, still yeah. here. Oh Spe- God. Speaking of, um, so actually, one of the reasons I brought up Riley is because I think that that's actually how we came up with the topic today, right? Or I don't mm. know. I'm not really sure, but I think so. So why don't yeah. you tell everyone what we're talking about today? So we are talking about supernatural occurrences and something, um, I'm just going to spray some protective slash money spray everywhere. Um, but something interesting happened this weekend because it was his... 18th birthday. So Riley's grandfather on his father's side has been passed, 
I think about 10 years, 11 years, roughly. Um, and Riley gets all of his height and a lot of like his looks from his grandfather, which is really interesting on that side. Um, and so Riley and I are downstairs and we're talking in the kitchen and Riley's door, which this has never happened before or after it starts to open by itself. And I, I can hear it and I look at it and I'm like, Riley, why is your door opening? So I'm thinking maybe the cat is in there. I'm thinking like, I'm trying to logically explain this. Yeah. And I look and I go, why is your door opening? And he grabs like a knife, like someone's broken the house and like they're coming down. I don't know what he's, good that's going to do. With right. Like, what are you doing, dude? And so the door starts, it's like slowly opening. And I still thought maybe it's the cat because the cat's weird. He opens the doors and then it like opened all the way. And I realized the cat wasn't up there. And I was like, oh, and it couldn't have been the wind because one, the windows were closed and two, like it opened all the way. The door had turned the knob and opened. So I go, there's a ghost up there. So Riley goes upstairs and he's like, so rude. He's like, get out of my room to the ghost. And I'm like, what if it's your grandfather? Immediately. That was the first thing that came to me was that it's his grandfather. Like he's just saying happy birthday. Yeah. Don't be rude to your grandfather. And so sometimes what happens is ghosts will show themselves through um, like one of those filters on TikTok or Instagram. And so I grabbed um, one of the filters that I use quite frequently. And sure enough, like it, it, he was right there in the corner and I'm having a conversation with him. If you're Riley's grandfather, can you raise your arms? So I like, cause the filter changes. Yeah, He did. So then I'm thinking people, are, I'm videoing this and I'm thinking like people are going to say um, that it was the curtain. So we moved the curtain, same thing. Then I'm thinking people are going to say it's the dartboard. So we move the dartboard. It's still there or he's still there. So now I know like, this is what's going on. Riley is having none of it. Riley is like, can we all go downstairs? Why does this have to happen in my room? But it was just, it was really funny. So that is, that's so sweet. That's so cute that his grandfather yeah. came to say happy it was birthday. Nice. Yeah. But Riley wasn't down with it. Riley was like, I don't know why this has to be in my room. I don't know why he has to be <laughs> in my room. It's so funny though. Cause like, I mean, it's, he seems like following sort of a similar path to you of like, cause Riley's really sensitive. Like doesn't mm-hmm. he pick up on that stuff, but he doesn't want to be sensitive right now or like in those ways or has that changed? Um, no, I mean, I don't think that's changed. I think he's still like, mm, I don't, he's definitely not as afraid as I was at his age. Cause I couldn't even talk about it at his age. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's good that he's not afraid, but um yeah, he's definitely uncomfortable with it, which is funny. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's interesting because, like, I am not the type of – I talk – I've been talking with a lot of women in this building who live in this building. It's funny. It's obviously – it's only women. But every woman that lives in my building that I get close with, they, they bring it up to me. They're like, do you sense things in here? And I'm like, I do, actually. I was like – they were like – I go on some floors or I go in some places and it like really freaks me out. Like I really like got to get out of there. And I'm like, yeah, it's interesting. I, cause my building used to be a hospital 
And it used to be a women's hospital. I'm kidding. No. I'm joking. It was not a women's hospital. No, I was told it was a women's hospital, but it was actually a public hospital. Lots of people <laughs> died here from gunshots and such. And um, yeah, I've always picked up on like when I felt into my space, I never feel creeped out in my space, but you have when you've been yeah. in the guest room and so have a couple of other people without knowing any of that. Um, but that's what I think is interesting is like, I've never been the type that I'm like creeped out. It's more like, okay, I can sense some things around, but like, I don't feel like it's bothering me or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Um, I've always sensed, especially recently as I've been developing my intuition, I sense a man, um, he, I, I can see him like, and he seems, I feel like he was, well, anyway, whatever. I don't need to get into it. Is he, he thin or heavy? Thinner. He's thin and young. And does Black. he hang out in your closet? No. I don't sure? see him in my, no, no. I know that people have said my closet is haunted. I don't know what it is about that closet. Yeah, people really hate this closet. It's right here. It's right here. They hate it. They hate it. I don't know what that closet like if I don't know what the deal is with that closet, but yeah, something must have happened. When you asked me to go get a dress from there, the last time I was there, I was like, oh, oh you crap. got scared. I was like, here we go. You're brave. You can do this. I had to like psych myself up for it. That's so funny. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, I get weird vibes when I go into the closet because I'm like, oh, there's so much shit in here. I want to move it out. But like there's mm. not. But but um, what's interesting that you bring up about the closet and you brought up about Riley's grandfather is that do you remember back when we first started this podcast? Maybe. And Well, I'm going to tell you. I'm gonna <laughs> tell you. And it was literally like three episodes in or like four episodes in. And like right before we started recording, I had been in the closet, in that closet, looking for something. And all of a sudden, this really old photo just like came out of nowhere. It was just like amongst my clothes. I do remember that. Yeah. And the photo, it was a guy in uniform. It was kind of like a sepia colored photo. Mm -hmm. And it was a guy Mm -hmm. in uniform, just like of a man. So I go and I ask my husband, who do you know who this is? And he's like, yeah, that's my grandfather. Like, why do you have that? And I was like, it was in the closet, like just like on the floor. He was like, it shouldn't be there. Like, why? What do you mean? And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, that's why I'm bringing it to you. And um, so then on the podcast, I asked you like, hey, I just found this, this in this really weird way. Like, and you connected with his grandfather and uh, you, it was this really cool moment because, you know, this was a few years ago and you said that he, this was his way of like saying hi to me and like introducing himself to me because I was going to be a part of the family and he had died before, you know, I ever knew. Yeah. Yeah. And he was really sweet. And, um, so what's interesting is that I've always, that we put that picture up on like my bookshelf or our bookshelf. And so I, whenever I look at it, I always feel like really loved and really like welcomed. And um, so anyway, our what's interesting is that our son is going to his middle name is like an it's not the same name, but it's like an honoring of his name. Oh, so, that's so nice! And it was really like my husband's idea to like do that specifically with this grandfather. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's kind of cool. Like, it's kind of like, 
I don't know. Anyway. So I am good. So I don't have bad vibes about this closet, but yes, there's a lot of people that have some really bad vibes about the closet. I try to imagine what was here. Like if this was a hospital, like what was here? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just can't really, I don't know. I don't know. So anyway. Yeah. I don't know either because I don't think that the rooms, the, the apartments were set up the same way. So it's hard to like visualize what was there, if that makes sense. Yeah, because it probably wasn't the same format. Um, people on Facebook are commenting. So uh, Allison said, my family is pretty sensitive. And my little brother, whose birthday is today, actually. Oh, happy birthday to him. Happy birthday. Can see and talk to spirits since he was little, little. Would talk to a man in his closet at night. Used to think he was just a weirdo, lol. But when he got older, he could explain what was going on. And we realized his gift. Some crazy shit has always been around in my family. Keeps it interesting, I guess. Why do why do these spirits like to hang out in the closets? <laughs> I don't know. I was in the closet for a long time too. I'm not sure. <laughs> that's that's why I laughed. And you're like, does he like to hang out in the closet? Oh my god, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's interesting. Like, I I don't know if it's just the energy or maybe like it's the idea of like scary things in the closet or under the bed you know what I mean it's like that idea that like the movies play into yeah because they're they're all around just in the closets maybe the spirits can sense like you and like the other person who was here who is so sensitive how sensitive you are and they're like trying to scare you it's it's possible (laughs) um yeah um well, another thing that you were bringing up earlier was orbs. And I yes. I don't know how much we've talked about orbs on this podcast. So what is your experience of orbs? I love orbs. So orbs are another way that um, ghosts show themselves. Um, they can, well, they can appear like, you know, just a sense of there's someone in the room with me. And that's the most common way they can move things. A lot of the times they like dim the lights, which... It's a little creepy. I don't care for it. I digress. <laughs> um, but orbs are another way that they show themselves to you. And yeah. so I have had a personal experience with this. It was really cool. Nike and I went to um, the Winchester Mystery House. And the Winchester Mystery House is in California. It's supposed to be super haunted, right? It's mm-hmm. literally the top five most haunted places in America. And so Nike... <laughs> Nike was like not amped about it. Nike was like pretty apprehensive about it. It was really funny. I have a video of before her and I went in there and I should post it. I'll get her permission to post it. But um, she was like, oh, I don't know about this. Like, I'm not yeah. I'm not sure about this one. I don't really talk to ghosts. Like, I, I don't know what to expect. So basically, we went on a tour of the Winchester Mystery House, and they say that you're not allowed to take video or you're not allowed to take pictures. And of course, I did because I don't care about the rules. And now you're cursed forever. (laughs) Now I'm cursed forever. Um, So what's interesting about it is there were some places. So there's a couple of things that happen. You can get like an energetic blueprint of what happened roughly in that area. Um, and I did in a couple of areas, I saw like in my mind's eye, I saw like kids playing or in a couple of other areas, I saw like people working or like someone taking a bath, but, um, mostly I didn't see any like ghosts or spirits that were there except for maybe like one area of the house. 
which I was like trying to get on camera, but I couldn't. What were you going to say? Real quick. Speaking of that, can you sense anyone like right here? Um, well, when you point at them, yeah. Why? But like if there was if there was no one here, would you say no? Yeah. Okay. I just brought that up because literally while you're describing that, I got in my mind's eye, I felt someone here and I got them going like they're looking in the camera like this. Yeah, like, hey. Yeah, like, like what's yeah. up? That's funny. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I like almost saw their shadow like move across the, okay, just go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. So so as I'm taking, um, I'm taking video in every part of the house, like because I want to see a face, that's really what I was going for. I want to see like a face. I want to see like yeah. a person, right? I didn't see that, but I saw orbs everywhere. And the interesting part was that sometimes, so some people can't see orbs. It feels like someone's playing with my hair. I don't like that. Um, <laughs> don't do that. Um, sometimes I, people can't see orbs with their, their naked eye. You can only see them on camera. And sometimes you can. And so I remember in one part of the house, there was like this creepy, like a lot of the house isn't fully um, done. It's like the projects were half started and then they stopped. And so I have my phone out and I'm trying to get to the, the camera portion and an orb like flew at me to where I was like, oh my God, like I had to jump out of its way. And I was like, okay, that was cool. And so I have like two videos of just orbs everywhere. One where we're walking up the stairs and there's orbs all over the place. And another one where we're in like the main living room, it would be like the entertainment room. And again, orbs all over the place. So it was really, it was really neat. Yeah. Orbs are like basically ways that spirits can kind of like come into form without like fully coming into form. Yeah. Like their way there. I think it might maybe I'm just intuiting this, but it's probably a way that they can manifest themselves in the physical in a way that humans can see that right. doesn't require as much energy as like fully showing themselves maybe I may yeah yeah that sounds right and then like um I was gonna say something else and now I forget but oh well I've also seen like so actually now that we bring this up I told you I had no experiences with orbs I do have one experience with an orb where we were changing our I don't even think I have this video anymore though I probably deleted it we were ripping out the carpets in our apartment and replacing it with this like tile that looks like wood and there were people here all day and then when it was finished I took a video of and it was like a really it was kind of like a really fresh start for me and my husband because like one, it's like you're getting rid of all this dirty, nasty carpet, right? But it was also mm -hmm. this like thing that we were doing together to the apartment for the first time. Mm -hmm. And I think it was just kind of this like really nice energy. And um, anyway, so I was like filming and I went, to f I walked into our room to film the floors. And when I watched the video back, there was this bright blue orb that at first I was like, it was it was like in the frame. And at first it looks like, oh, that's just something bouncing off the camera. But then all of a sudden it zips by, like it stopped making mm -hmm. the same movement and it zipped out like that. So I was yeah. like, that's really cool. And I think um, I talked to someone before, I think it was like Erica Middlemiss who was telling me about like, sometimes archangels appear as specific colored orbs. Um, even the it's what's coming to me is um 
Liz Allred from our community mm-hmm. posted that incredible photo yes. from Sedona that's mm-hmm. kind of like – looks like an orb, but it's like literally the Arc 9 space. Yeah. it That is still the craziest thing I've ever seen on that photo. That gives me goosebumps, yeah. Guys, if you haven't seen that, we'll have to repost it again. We've reposted it every time we talk about it. But like that is one of the most insanely irrefutable things I've ever seen because it's not just like a random face. It's no. blue and it's the shape of like an Arcturian like – extraterrestrial Bean. face and, it's, and their eyes everything it looks it's literally like hey yeah like, it's just like, like they right. photobombed her yeah. total photobomb it's so fun it's crazy yeah it's really neat I love it so much and I think that I what I was gonna say is so some people can argue that it's dust right like orbs are dust but the way in which they move is very different than dust. Like dust particles don't necessarily move like that. And you can't get as many dust particles on camera. Otherwise, all of our videos would have these orbs in it, right? So just something to think about. There's also another girl that I saw. I know you had mentioned fairies earlier. And I, Mm -hmm. I really don't have much experience with fairies other than sometimes my stuff goes missing. And I always think, that it's a fairy um, because it makes me feel more playful about it. But um, um, there was this girl, this was in another Facebook group who said, it's kind of a a combination of orbs and fairies because she said, I've always had this fairy with me ever since I was young. And you know, again, both of these things with Liz and with this girl, it's like you hear the story first and you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, maybe, yeah, sure, whatever. Then they provide the photo evidence and you're like, what? Mm-hmm. What? You can mm-hmm. capture something like that on camera? Like, so this girl said ever since she was young, she's had this fairy that's been around her and it's a pink energy, a pink fairy. And um, she's caught it on camera like six times, seven times. And there are – and it kind of – when you first glance at the photo, it just looks like a pink orb like right here. Yeah. But if you zoom in, you can literally see its effing wings. You can literally see. I'll have to go find it again. But it's, I mean, that is the most amazing thing to me. When we can document these things on camera, like you were saying with the filter or whatever. But when we can actually get these things like in a photo, it's Mm -hmm. like, what? Like, how does that even happen? Like, why, why? do is that because like the fairy or the being wants I feel like I feel like that's what the arc nine has said it's like they're allowing themselves to be seen it's not I would that would make sense too because otherwise well I feel like that's gonna sorry there's something weird in my hair that's happening over here Hmm. but I feel like a couple of things I feel like if they weren't if it was just us being able to pick up on the energy and there wasn't an exchange of, I want to be seen. I want to um, engage with you in this way. Then we would be bombarded and overwhelmed with spirits like all the time. Right. That's true. So I do feel like there is some level of control on both parts. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, my experience with fairies is really interesting. So this is the only time that I've experienced something like this. And I shut it down because I was like, Oh, I don't know about this, but because that's just the person I am. But, um, I was in my office when I worked for the chiropractor and 
I was um, talking to one of my coworkers at the time and her and I were talking about fairies and I was telling her about how sometimes they like spoil milk or they do like, like they do little fun, I don't know, things. They like help you find things. And we were just talking about it because I listened to an episode of fairies on a different podcast. And all of a sudden this ball of light came in through the window, bounced on my desk, bounced on the wall, went back over to the other wall and then out the window. And to the point to where like I jumped back and was like, whoa, because I thought it was going to hit me. And then I looked at my coworker and I was like, did you just see that? And she's like, see what? And I'm like, you didn't just see that ball of light come in here and bounce around like a bouncing ball and then leave. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. So she leaves and I'm thinking, okay, maybe it was a reflection from outside of the window, coming into the window, bouncing around, and maybe I just overreacted, right? So I'm trying to logically explain this. And I said, if that was a fairy, can you do it again to show me that it wasn't just a reflection? And sure enough, within seconds, it came back in, hit the ground, went under my desk, hit the top of my desk, went back on the floor and out the window. And I was like- holy crap. It was crazy. And then I was like, I don't want to play with you anymore. I'm so sorry. I don't want to do this. (laughs) That really sounds like Tinkerbell, you know, in like the Peter Pan when Tink like flies in and like gets stuck places and stuff. Yeah. Um, That's really, really cute and cool. I love that. And you also reminded me that like sometimes something I do experience quite frequently is like sparkles. Mm. Like it's like little flashes and sparkles but in a very specific area it's not like all around it's just like right over here to the side of my face or something or like right in front of me um I experience that quite a bit and it's like different colored sparkles like sometimes it's like white and yellow and sometimes it's more like purple and um I've also heard that that can be a way that like archangels show up for you or you know maybe different fairies I don't know but like I've never really dived too much into it or communicated with it. I just kind of, I'm like, oh, that, that was cool. Thank you. Whatever that was. Yeah. I've only gotten that like before I pass out and it's not perfect. It's like <laughs> little black dots that are like coming in. That means I'm going to faint. So something actually that's speaking of that, that's been happening recently is like, for some reason, ever since I've been pregnant, sometimes I'll have to like cough this like weird cough. And it's like, it almost feels like I'm gagging slash I'm going to throw up, but it's just like a cough and I don't do any of those things. It sounds mm. really weird. It's like a hard cough from like, like that. Hmm. And every time it happens, it's only happened like three or four times. Suddenly I, the whole air is full of like little swimmers, like, uh, Oh, like little spots in your vision. Yeah, but it looks like little translucent worms and yeah. going everywhere. Like, yeah, I've seen that before. But it's only when I do that cough. Like, that's so, so weird. So that is so weird that you say that because I was just thinking of, do you remember the retreat in Texas? And um, Leela and I both saw this. Like, yeah, this was, more. this was, I still don't know what to make of this. But it was, I just got excited. It was similar to that where it's like little floating, like clear things in your vision. Yes. yes. So, so, okay, let me back this up. 
So this is a while ago. I was working at Verizon. I'm sitting in the chair and I noticed the carpet looked like it was moving. And I started being like, am I on drugs? Like what is happening? What's what's going on here? And then like, I realized that there were termites all over the floor, covered in the floor. And I was seeing them move and it was terrifying. Okay, fast forward to the retreat with Leela. I see something very similar. And I'm like, shit, there are termites all over this carpet. Can we all, can we provide just like one piece of detail to this too? Is that, so this was one, this was probably, this was our first retreat outside of the retreat center that we did our first two retreats, which is basically where we like worked with the center. They handled they provide everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of came in and used the facilities. Right. So this was the first retreat. We're like, we're going somewhere else. We're doing it all on our own. We just rent out the, their facilities and they don't really like manage anything else. And so, it was a resort. It was not a retreat center. Like oh, they yes. said it was, it was. So it was a resort. And we were in like a conference room. Right. Okay. But this conference room had not been updated since like 1992. Yeah. And literally, like when we walked in, I was like, oh my God. I had like a panic attack. So I was like, oh my God, I, I don't know if we can do this in here. I can't, this is not the vibe. This is not the vibe. And everybody was a really good sport about it. Like we all just kind of used it. And then we ended up sta- being outside a lot. But like we learned a lot from that. M- well, the whole reason I'm telling you that is because I could totally see why you would be like there's freaking termites there's There's fucking termites on this (laughs) floor shit so I'm looking at the floor and I'm thinking like I'm reminded of the Verizon situation and I'm thinking like oh shit like okay one what are we gonna do people are sitting on the floor and so now I'm thinking well someone logically someone has to be having bugs crawl on them like I don't think 12 people are just going to sit there calmly and like allow bugs to crawl on them. Right. I wouldn't. So I start to look at the carpet next to me and I realize because I'm trying not to panic and I realize there aren't bugs. I'm like, it's these, the carpet is actually moving or like the, I don't know what it was. The fabric of reality is bending. (laughs) I literally have no idea, but I look at Leela and Leela looks at me, we make eye contact, and then she leans in and whispers, do you see the carpet moving too? And I was like, what the fuck? And like, now I'm like, okay, this is not just me, and it's not termites, it's not bugs, holy shit, what's happening? So and, I just kind of went with it. Well, and also we learned when we got there that we were on an energy vortex. Yes, so that, that was cool. That do. was a surprise that we did not plan. But maybe that had something learned. to Maybe that had something to do with it. Like maybe absolutely, that yeah, it was really cool. Speaking of retreats, um, speaking of retreats, we what only, a nice segue, <laughs> right? Good job. We only have two spots left. Two people signed up over the weekend, um, and we only have two spots left for our only retreat of the year, which is going to be in Georgia, the Blue Ridge Mountains of Georgia at a very, at a specific retreat center. It's a retreat center. <laughs> that is It's a re- dedicated retreat center. Yeah, it is gorgeous. Like, honestly, I'm most, I don't know what I'm most excited for, to see everyone who's going to be there, to just be in this, like, beautiful nature space, to, like, experience this retreat center because I've heard such amazing things, or to, like, 
see people activate their intuition. I don't know, because those are all things that make me so happy. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm really excited. I know you're excited. And I think you and I are excited to, like, get back into retreat mode because it's been mm. a minute. Um, Absolutely. I'm so excited to just be in company with people, be in person. Yeah. And I'm excited, too, because this is going to be, like, a really, like, the retreat material is like very focused like Mm -hmm. it's very focused has a very specific goal and it's going to be really exciting because normally at our retreats we have kind of more of a general theme and we we do a lot of exercises within that and then usually at nighttime we'll do what we call like witchy shit which is basically what we're doing now but as the whole retreat. The whole retreat is witchy whole shit. Retreat so. is, we should have just called the retreat witchy shit. Um, <laughs> but um, hold on. Somebody's – oh, Jennifer, it's near Atlanta. Yeah. Um, she asked near what big city airport? Oh, Isabel is going to be in Georgia at the same time. That's weird, Isabel, because I thought of you. I thought of you. I was like, I wonder if Isabel wants to come. Um So, yeah, it's also our most affordable retreat ever because it's also shorter than most of our other retreats, which is another good thing if you're a mom or if you're, yeah, if you're a parent and it's usually hard for you to get away. Um, This is, you'll miss, I think, like a day or a day and a half of work, potentially, if you work. Um, So, yeah, let us know. We only have two spots left and um, really excited to see who the rest of these magical beings are. Yeah, Um, I'm so excited. And and there's going to be a waterfall in the backyard. So I'm really excited to do that and to like look at the nature surrounding the uh, retreat center. Same. And we have someone now who's coming who's going to lead some yoga. Like it's all just coming together as it always does, which is honestly the thing I love about retreats. It's so funny. I was thinking about this this morning, Ambie. It's always like – this weird process with us of with retreats it's like okay we get excited we plan the retreat then there's this like lull of time in between before it really starts to take off where mm-hmm. it's just kind of like this idea that's happening and people are signing up but like it's not real well it's right. real but it's not really emotion yet and then all of a sudden a few weeks before the retreat it's just everything starts to come together and the people and it's like i think that's what i love most about live events is that everyone really gets to kind of contribute in their own way and also Mm -hmm. like benefit and receive. And I also am excited to do this retreat personally because I feel like you and I have learned a lot. Every time we do a retreat, we learn a lot about how to do it better the next time. Yeah, Um, We learn a lot about how to make it more inclusive. We learn a lot about how to make a more safe space. Um, which by the way, it's come to my attention recently that like we can never, unfortunately, we can never fully say this is, I think, I think in the spiritual community, a lot of people say this is a safe place, right? This is a safe space. It's a kind of trendy thing to say. And I think that is a lot of people's intentions, but the reality is you don't know what's 100% safe for somebody because you don't know all of their trauma and all of their past and all of their experiences, but you can always be improving to make sure that you're learning and growing and being inclusive of what those experiences might be. And I feel like we've done a lot of that in this past year. Um, 
especially with the help of one of our uh, friends and colleagues who's been on this podcast many times, Nike, um, Rhea, she's been really, really helpful in that. So I'm just really excited to get back there and like apply what I've learned and um, yeah, learn more. I mean, I think even like not only emotionally safe, but physically, like the last retreat in Sedona, we had someone fall into a cactus She's okay. She's okay. She was okay. But like actually multiple people fall into cactuses. Yeah, we had a couple people fall into cactuses, honestly. (laughs) Like that was that was a huge growth experience, that retreat. That was you name it and it happened. And like it was so intense. So but again, it was still so fun. It was such an experience for everybody involved and it was truly it truly unites and like bonds um everybody that comes to the retreat because you're going through this experience that's unlike anything else and in a good way and only the people that were there really understand like what happened and so yeah it's definitely a magical experience and every retreat like something really magical happens i can name like something crazy that's exciting. Um, like at the first Sedona retreat, we had um, a mutual friend come up. He wasn't even supposed to be there. And he started speaking light language randomly, you know? Oh, that was so crazy. Mm-hmm. And then the intuitives there were translating it at the same time. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And then at the second Sedona retreat, like we were channeling and I started like pretty much cleansing everybody's energy in the pool. Like it was, that was fun. And um we played childhood games to get out our inner child. Like it was just, yeah, there's the so many different experiences. Yeah. <laughs> got really I'm not as good as I thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there are a couple people on here who are asking, um, let's see who is asking Liz, wait, Liz, were you? no, no, no. Sydney uh, and Jennifer are asking, what are the dates? Where can I find more information? So it's June 9th through 12th. It's just in a few weeks. Um, it is again in the Blue Ridge mountains of Georgia. All you have to do though, is get to the Atlanta airport and we will transport you to the retreat center. So it's a couple hours away from the Atlanta airport, but you know, we'll take care of that transportation. And then food is also included too. Everything's included once you get to the airport. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And then, um, the deets, you can find more details if you go on our website and click retreats and events in the, in the toolbar. Um, and, uh, yeah, you should see it. It's called You're Not Crazy, You're Intuitive, The Retreat. And just so you guys know, it is... Your audio is doing something weird. My audio is doing something weird? There you go. That sounds better. (laughs) Just so you know, the investment is, if you, uh, do a payment plan, it's $2,500, three-month payment plan. So $2,500 broken up into three. If you do pay in full, you get $300 discount. So it's, sorry, $2,200. Um, and yeah, like we said, we have two spots left. So Jennifer and Sydney, hey, you guys might be it. Um, reach out to us if you have any other questions, but yeah, we are just super excited. And, uh, oh guys, we got to tell you real quick, um, just the, the final Patreon events that are coming up for this month. So, um, This Wednesday, which is when this podcast comes out, so if you're listening to this podcast on audio, this Wednesday is going to be the 25th uh, at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are doing our second 
bonus episode for our patrons. And this is where we do our intuitive investigation into some sort of conspiracy theory or unsolved mystery. And the I'm winner- so excited about this. Sorry, go ahead. I am too. The winner of the poll uh, for this month is the Illuminati. That is what you guys- Should have had the air horn running. <laughs> That is what you guys overwhelmingly voted for. Um, the Illuminati we are going to be diving into. Is this real? What is it? Who started it? Who's in it? Anything that you guys want to know, you get to ask and we will dive in. Um, it streams directly to Patreon and you guys can join for as little as $5 um, just by becoming a patron at any level. By the way, I do want to mention as well our top tier of our Patreon because there are a lot of people who don't even know this exists and Mm -hmm. it's a really amazing deal that certain people have just kind of rediscovered and it reminds us to remind you guys. So uh, our top level of our Patreon is $250 a month, but with it you get a 30-minute reading with Ambrosia every month, a one-hour tap with me every month. You Mm -hmm. get access into our locked tier, which is – is uh, coaching with ARC9, which means like literally we limit the amount of people who can join this. So there's no other way to get in it besides being in the top tier. And that's where you get to get coached by our ARC9 twice twice a month. Um, And then you get everything else below that. You get all the access to all the content, all the free episodes, everything. So keep that in mind. If If there's something you've been going through where you need like emotional support and clarity, it would be a really good option for you. Um, Yeah. So Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern is a conspiracy reading, live stream to Patreon. And then this Friday, the 27th, is our Ask Us Anything. That's where Ambie and I go on Zoom and you guys just get to come on and just talk with us, ask us anything, and we can just help or support or tell you, show you my baby bump or whatever you guys want. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the very last thing we want to announce at Patreon is on the 31st of this month, so Tuesday, <clears throat> the last day of the month, we will be doing combos with ARC9 for those in the Dragonfly tier and above. So that's where you get to just ask ARC9 one or two questions, depending how many people are there. Um, and we do that every month. And they're always really interesting conversations because people ask questions not only about their personal life, but also about like the state of the world or the universe or whatever. Anything. Really yeah. anything they want. Yeah. And we have a whole library of those uh, recordings available to you once you sign up at the tier. So patreon.com slash podcast. Thank you so much to everybody who is a patron. Um, it just, it means the world to us. Like you don't understand how much being a patron helps us at any level. And it really means the world to us that you've just been so supportive of us for so long and, um, and continue to do so. So thank you. And it really helps us like put out more episodes and do more things with the podcast because this is our full-time gig and yeah. that costs money. So thank you all very, very much. And let us know what funny thing you want us to do next. I know we released the bikini oh, yeah. wax or the, <laughs> the wax. Brazilian wax video. <laughs> um, what would you like us to do next? Did we get any replies on that? I've been checking it, but I didn't see any. No, I don't think we did. Yeah. Do you guys want us to do anything crazy? Because if you do, we'll set a Patreon goal, a new Patreon goal since we already <laughs> hit our first goal. And then uh, I guess we'll have to do it once we get there. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's watched The Office where Andy's the manager and he's This is what I I said I was scared of having to get
get a stupid tattoo. <laughs> and he like gets a dumb tattoo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but it's goodness. actually like so perfect for it's him. It's actually so perfect. It's yeah. cute. Yeah. Um, Ambie and oh hi Heather. Heather's on here. She's coming to our retreat. Heather. Um, I get to see Heather nah, not this weekend. Next weekend. <laughs> Isabel said, uh, "Skydiving." Um, Alexa can't skydive right right now, now. but I can skydive and I would, I would be willing to do that. I would be willing to help. I could be the one that that pushes Ambie out of the plane. (laughs) That would be very unsafe because I'd be so nervous about grabbing you. Yeah. Um, The problem is there's not a lot of like physical things I can do right now. I literally had a coaching client this weekend. We were talking and I said, um, because she's doing like a VIP day with me. I said, what will you do? What won't you do when you get here? Right. And she's like, "Um, I won't skydive. I did that and I passed out. And I was like, what? I have never heard of this before. Like, I've always been worried. Like, what if I skydive and I pass out? Apparently it happens. And if you pass out, like you can break your leg on the landing because you're just dead weight. But she passed out um, and then came to right before she landed. So she was fine. Oh, but she she just doesn't. She missed the whole ride. ride. Oh, my God. Uh, That sucks. I would be pissed. I would be really pissed. (laughs) There's a video though, a crazy video, because like it's. I think it's less of a risk. I I hear you about the broken leg thing, but I think it's less of a risk when you're, you know, you're tandem jumping right with an instructor. I mean, that's why right. you do it because yeah, if yeah, something yeah. Because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're yeah. falling out of a plane. But there shouldn't happen. There's a uh-huh. video of like some professional skydivers who, you know, they jump solo, and as they all jump out, one of them comes and hits the other one in the head accidentally. Oh my God. And he starts tumbling through the air and you're seeing this from one of the other guys. Like the other guy sees this happen way Mm -hmm. across. Mm -hmm. So he immediately starts diving for the guy who is passed out because this guy's parachuting. And he goes and he intercepts him and it feels like you're watching Superman and you're like, oh my God. And you see from his point of view, he opens his parachute and he saves his life and you're like, oh my God. Have you seen the video of, and I've, I've told everybody that I know about this video. There's a video of this older lady skydiving. I think I sent it to you. I digress. I don't know. She's skydiving. She's tandem jumping, obviously. And she's trying to tell the guy on her back, like, no, no, like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. He grabs her hand, crosses her body and jumps out of the plane. Well, come to find out her harnesses were loose. They weren't tight enough. So she slips out of her shirt and her pants and she's hanging by her wrist and her ankles like the no. most fucking t- her skin is flapping in Don't the wind ever show she's me this. literally hanging on and i watched the end of it because i was like i have to know if this lady died yeah she's okay she's at the end or she's fine I don't know how they got her back. There was like two people. Sure this there was wasn't a camera like guy. a hang gliding accident. No. There, okay. This I'm. I will. I'll post this video in no, the group. No, don't show it. To me. But the the music that goes along with the video. I don't know if anybody remembers like early 2000s skateboarding videos where the music is like. Yeah. Like it's like. Yeah, yeah. That is the music attached to this video, and I'm like, what are we doing right now? Like, why? I think that's a good choice, honestly. Like, what else are you going to put to it? Like, Titanic, my heart will go on? Like, what? (laughs) 
I mean, you could, that would that would be another good choice. That's oh another strong direction to go. God, I don't know, but that I'll shit never was let go, crazy. Jack. I'll never let go. She did let yeah. go. Yeah. Anyway, no, but it took the camera guy and the tandem instructor both like putting her back. It was fucking crazy. That's actually the, like my biggest fear. Yeah, yeah, and also now I've sworn off carnival rides. Not. Well, I'm just in general because of that thing that happened with the kid who wasn't strapped in and he said, I'm not strapped in. And they're like, you're fine. And then they, they, they he died. He was 14. What? What happened? How don't you hear about these things? There's I don't like watch the news. news. Okay. I don't watch the news. It puts okay. me in a bad mood. Well, the, yeah. So we shouldn't talk about it because it's terrible. But I'm. But it's like what it, carnival was this? What what happened? It was a, it was at like a theme park. It was at like a, a a park that I hadn't heard of. But like you know something like Dorn like we have Dorney Park here, mm. um, or maybe it was a pop up carnival. No, it could have been a pop up carnival. I'm not sure. You know, I'm just you have not no sure. information on this subject other I than just, he died. It, it, yeah. I almost died on a roller coaster. How? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Well, I, I need to hear the qualifications first to know. I love you. You're a bit dramatic. I love you. So I need to I need to know the details. Okay, I'll tell the story and then we have to wait. Okay. So I was like 16, 17. I'm on the Riddler's Revenge in Six Flags, oh, California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that roller coaster is a stand-up roller coaster. And what that means is that you get onto the ride and there's a bicycle seat that adjusts to your height. This is the second time that I went on that ride. It was the last ride of the day, so it was nighttime. And um, the one one of the rides, it's like a four-person one, one on there was taped up, it was broken. And so I'm sitting on my seat and my bicycle seat isn't adjusting. And I'm thinking like, I don't want to cause a scene. I don't want to ask for help. So it's fine. So my feet are not touching. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking A. That is the most insane. (laughs) Go Go ahead. I don't want to be difficult right now. But like, I get it. I'm not even like, I'm making fun, but I'm also like, but I get it. And I might do the same. That is fucked up. So fucked up. Go ahead. So fucked up. Anyway, so my feet are literally dangling. Okay. So then there's a seatbelt thing that goes over you. And then you have a harness that comes down on top of you. So I lock the seatbelt. That's fine. And oh, my nose is itchy. And the harness comes down over me. And I remember putting my feet against the, there's like a metal grade in front of you. And because my feet are dangling, I'm like, I'm just going to hold on to the metal grade. I'm fine. As we are going up, my harness that goes over me flies up. It wasn't locked. So you would think that this would stop the ride. Apparently not. Apparently not. So the people behind me see this. Everybody is screaming, stop the ride. My boyfriend at the time sees this. He's panicked. Yeah. So the person next to me is panicked. Everybody is screaming, stop the ride. Nobody fucking hears us. So I'm thinking, well, this is the end of my life. Yeah. And so we get to the very top and the two guys next to me slam the harness down so hard that it locks into place. But my hands are pinned inside now. And I have nothing to hold on to. My feet are dangling. And I'm just thinking, that's the end of it. I'm dead. So we go through the ride. I don't die, obviously. But the picture that they take, I'm literally in tears. And like, it's not like a cute scream or like scare. It's I'm going to die. Yeah. And the two guys on either side of me are just staring at me. They're like, everybody is. Oh, my God. So we get off the ride. 
I can't stand up because my legs are shaking so badly. And my boyfriend like loses it on the person that came around to try to see if I was locked in. But it's a teenager that did this. We're teenagers. So like I pull my boyfriend away so he doesn't fight this person. And like we leave. Right. Like nobody cares. I was a teenager. We're not going to the manager's not going to come over. So anyway, that was I didn't go back on roller coasters and I don't blame until you. I was in my 30s. I don't blame you. I've evaluated this story and I I think that, yeah, you almost died. <laughs> and, uh, that's that's pretty freaking scary. It was so scary. My God. Um, uh, oh, Isabel said, that's how I would die on a roller coaster, not wanting <laughs> to cause a scene. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, so now when I go on a roller coaster, I cause a fucking scene yeah. because when they check me, I go, check me again. Yeah, yeah Check me yeah. again. And like, I'm constantly I, like making sure everything's locked. It's ridiculous. I was like just thinking about it and I'm like, when I've gone on like scary rides before, like my biggest like commotion was like about, like my biggest like issue was about like working myself up to be able to go on the ride. Not that once I get in, I'm like, this might not, this harness might not work. Like I I don't remember freaking out about, but now I will. Now I certainly will because that's way scarier. Um, so the way that the ride was like normally they'll come by and they'll like pull yeah. I've I've been on roller coaster since I don't go on upside down ones though like I don't I don't do that anymore but um the way that this roller coaster was they can't go in each one and pull on each one yeah so what are you gonna do so it's, it's, uh, the, there needs to be uh, a change in the roller coaster industry I tell you yeah for real like because <laughs> it's just people's lives yeah. you know um, well, I'm glad you're alive. I'm glad Thanks. that you, uh, Me too. How funny would that be if you were like, and that's how I died. <laughs> and we find out that the whole time. <clears throat> oh, I'm that's why person. you can talk to ghosts. That's why I can talk one. to ghosts because I am one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, everyone. Well, we love you. Happy Monday or Wednesday, whenever you're listening to this. Um Have a good week. Enjoy the weather. And until next time. Keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Podcast.